What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And the hitman, Charlie Hickman. Hey. -o. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, while you're here, we'd love to interact with you, so comment down below. Just be nice. And whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening in on the audio version of the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you go ahead and hit that thumbs up or the star rating or whatever service is going to give you some sort of rating. It helps us out. It actually really does. These programs, they like this stuff. And then subscribe or else Dylan is going to come to your house and he's going to stomp on all those beautiful flowers you have oh. in your front yard. Oh, I don't Or flowers. I'll take the flowers. Classic, Dylan. I'll transplant. Oh, you're going to stomp on them. Stomp them to death. Oh, poor <laughs> thing. He sent that to me. He, he, he deflowered my whole garden. I never deflowered. You never had a garden. <laughs> and then, the beautiful garden. All right. And then once you have subscribed so that Dylan doesn't do that, make sure you come back here every Wednesday to hang out with us and see what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic. We are doing our top three disappointing sequels now this is not the top three worst sequels right. that list would be way too hard to make because there's a lot of bad sequels <laughs> these are disappointing sequels meaning we saw the first one or two or three doesn't have to be the second one some sequel within the series we saw it, we liked it we were excited about a new sequel and it came out and we were like oh well doggone good so how you guys feeling about this one? Was this one easy or was this one hard? Dylan? I would say that this one was, was easy once I, once I kind of narrowed it down. I had to actually look and see some of, you know, what they call bad sequels. But I had to keep in mind that, for me at least, it had to be following up a good sequel that I saw, or a good sequel, a good movie before it. So you're not going to see too many. I mean, for something that if it, for example, like, I almost picked Jaws the Revenge, but I didn't, because Jaws 3 was really bad also. I wasn't <laughs> a good movie with Jaws the Revenge. Now, you could say maybe 2, because Jaws the first one was excellent, but Jaws wasn't truly, it wasn't as, I mean, you, got, you still kind of got in there. It wasn't as disappointing. So for my list, I had to choose something that I was like, yeah, I really want to see this. This is the stuff. I can't, I went in happily. I'm like, this can't go wrong. And somehow it went wrong. So disappointing. Charlie, how about you? How was this list? It was kind of hard to narrow down. Uh, and I went through, I, I kind of tried to set parameters for like different methodologies uh, to kind of give myself some, you know, a little clearer instruction on what I wanted to do. And I changed that like three or four times. <laughs> so what I, settled, what I settled on is these, these are movies that I had to, uh, I had to see in the theaters without any idea they were going to be bad. So no one could... So there are movies I left off specifically because I knew they were bad from people that I trusted before I went and I saw them, so I was like prepared to be disappointed. But these are movies I went in wide-eyed, full of youthful hope, thinking this is going to be fantastic, saw in the theaters, and had to feel that soul-crushing weight of hope being sucked out of me while sitting in a movie theater seat watching a film. So that was kind of how I picked my three. Good one. Bro, yeah, what about you? I, I picked my three just from thinking about movies that I loved and sequels that came out that just hurt me to watch. That I that I was 
but that I was specifically really excited for with a trailer or something like that. That then once I actually went and saw the full movie, walked out and I was like, "Well, shoot, that was <laughs> not good." Well, shoot. But there was we. This could have been like a a full top ten for. Each. There's there's a lot yeah. of. But this. What? What doesn't? This could have been like just a discussion of these in general. That's how many. True. It's true. There's so many. We could have just tossed them out there. But we're doing the top three. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, all right. Uh, what did I say? I said Charlie. Charlie is up first. All right. So this this first one uh, is a movie that we, you know, all of these are probably going to be things we've talked about at least briefly at one point in a past episode. But I don't think I've ever told you guys some of my personal stories surrounding this film. This uh, movie came out in 1992. I was a I was a young lad. And my sister and my older cousin decided they wanted to see this in the theaters, but I couldn't see it with them until I'd been educated on seeing the first two in the series. So I sat down, I watched one, I watched two, I fell in love with characters, I got really excited, we went to the theater, it was rated R, I felt a little bit like that extra adrenaline you feel when you know you're not supposed to be in the theater. And, and oh my goodness, from the first moments of the movie, it was like, wait, what? what they're dead they're just dead are you kidding me and then the movie just kept rolling and it just kept being you probably just it was alien three here is is the movie and it just so a a fresh alien a fresh aliens and i'm going into alien three and and they and you're like oh my gosh they made it out of this this intense aliens movie and we got hicks and we got newt we got ripley and they're all alive and they made it and the movie starts and they're just hicks and newt are just dead they're just dead it absolutely destroys aliens, which I loved. And and so I'm flabbergasted by this. And then at the end, they freaking kill Ripley. I couldn't believe it. I, and by the way, 1992. So spoiler, spoilers. And then they resurrect her in the fourth one anyway. But I'm just, that was, I was just, I walked out of it. I was, this is the first time in my life I've been angry at a movie. <laughs> I was just mad. I was mad. I was just, and, and I'm like, why did you guys make me watch those first two movies to bring me to this? I was just, I was irate. I was like, I was just, I was pissed. I didn't have a, a Dylan or a Brody in my life to even complain to. My cousin and my sister didn't want to hear about it. But I was, but you gotta, you gotta understand, they, 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 they kill it. Like, sh- just shut up, shut up, kid. But, <laughs> but I was mad, man. That was like, that was supposed to be like a, a coming of age rated R in the theaters kind of young man movie. And instead, instead, it just, it, it killed the franchise for me for a long time. I didn't want to go back and watch the second one because what's the point of watching this wonderful story about all these characters fighting for their lives, scraping through and making it out alive, just to unceremoniously have them all be dead in the next movie? Terrible, terrible film. And by the way, terrible behind the scenes, almost killed. The career of some, some uh, Brett Ratner and some other, it was just a, it was a mess, a mess, a mess. Not Brett Ratner. That's a different movie on my list. So. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, anyway, anyway, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll digress here. This but. is, this is a very good pick. It's not, not on my list, but this one definitely crossed my mind. This one and Resurrection. Fincher, because Fincher. Resurrection was. If you guys want, if you guys are entertained by reading about drama, you could read about the Alien Three drama. There's a ton of, ton of good, good, uh, good behind the scenes. Isn't Fincher versus the studios versus this? the writing? Now, according to Fincher, uh, if he wanted to make a director's cut, he would have to burn all existing footage and reshoot everything. <laughs> uh, 
so there is, there is like a different version that's like as close as you can get okay. to a director's cut but man he yeah it was it was ugly so re read the behind the scenes stuff and entertain yourself feast fe feed your gossipy soul on the drama of others uh and just but don't watch the movie yeah, all right two dong there was a time it's a couple times in my life i've worked at movie theaters it's a part-time job supplemental there was a time where this movie split came out came out and, and i thought it's m night Shyamalan. i'm not gonna watch it i love james mcavoy but i don't care he's gonna screw it up somehow he always screws it up and some of the people were like oh it's a uh, it's actually um it's not it's it's part of like you know uh uh unbreakable and i was like what are you guys talking about that's with bruce willis that's before all you guys were born what are you talking about they're is, like, no, wait, is, is split the movie should i change the slide no it's not that's oh, oh. not the end of split apparently i heard <clears throat> that it turned into like an unbreakable thing and you see the you're in, you're in a diner and at the very end spoiler alert they're like oh you know this kind of reminds me they're talking about the beast or the horde or whatever it is and they're like, oh, there was this other guy, you know, like years ago, 10, 20 years, you know, when Unbreakable came out. And uh, what was his name? And then all you see is you see Bruce Willis, and he's just like, glass. And he looks at it, and you see him, and he's not phoning it in. You think he's like, all right, I got to take care of this now. And you're just, I was just like, what? Yes. My number three is glass. Oh, it, it's my own fault. Because after that little cameo in Split, I thought, maybe he's getting his act together. People keep doing this with M. Night Shyamalan, and I don't. <laughs> Why? It's my own fault. What was I thinking? Why did I let this happen? Because, and, I was, and I went to see it in the movie theaters, and I was just like, how does he screw it up? This is how he screws it up. This is how. He makes a horrible, horrible stupid movie where he takes these characters that he's made back when he used to understand things like scripts, script writing, or film in general, and he just destroys them. And I don't understand why. It wasn't clever. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't fun. There was nothing to it. I was so, and it's my own fault. Why did I believe him? Why does anybody, people are like, oh, it's a new way Shyamalan. I'm like, I don't care. It's not going to be good going to screw it up somehow how do you screw up glass you have m night Shyamalan, write it direct it all that stuff that's, that's horrible horrible i can't believe i saw it in theaters i'm so stupid this is my own fault for believing this is the newest one on my list and i got suckered in <laughs> never saw this oh, don't it's nothing but irritating it answers nothing and it gives you nothing and it introduces a a cadre, a cabal of people who are, oh, we're going to keep superpowers secret because we don't want so <laughs> So stupid. So I'm going to, and yeah, all, just everything, everything about it, I could just kind of pick apart and be like, I hate it. Very Pointing it's my own fault. All right. Well, I guess if you guys haven't picked up yet, this episode, we might be a little bit negative. Just, uh, you know, we, uh... But it's our most... disappointment. We yeah. wanted things to be good. Yeah, we were like, absolutely. But if you're a person that loves these movies, I'm sorry. Didn't We didn't care for them. Yeah. 
Timing's it. Timing's everything. You gotta, you know. That out. All right. My number three is oh, my number three is a movie that I loved. I saw the first two way too young, but I loved them. They're rated R movies. The yeah. second one is one of my favorite movies of all time. Then a couple years later, came out with number three. That is Terminator yeah. 3, Eyes of the Moon. Oh, I like Terminator 2 to death. It is such a good movie. And even Terminator 1. I got a special place in my heart for Terminator 1, but Terminator 2 like just, just blew me away. I saw it in theaters as a nine-year-old, and so when, when they said, okay, we're doing another Terminator, I was stoked. So excited for it. And, and then I saw it, and like, immediately Sarah Connor's dead. They just, they just killed her off. And it's like, wait, what? But she was so hardcore in the <laughs> second one. She was amazing in the second one. And then John Connor is, they like, I don't know. They, they recast him, right? It's like, like they, they tried to inject like some humor into this that just didn't work. Like I'll, I'll never forget Arnold putting on like some sparkly star glasses because I think they thought it was going to, but it, it wasn't fun. And it just brought the whole movie down <laughs> and it was so disappointing. And this was nothing like Terminator. It was nothing like Terminator. I, and as I continued to watch this movie, I just got angrier because I was like, this is not good. Like, how did you manage to blow this franchise? And then they kept making movies, which have not been good. So it's, but but this one, you know, nowadays when I hear a new Terminator movie, I'm gonna, I, I I don't really care. It's it's sullied the whole franchise. Tattoo dog. May I say it's really kind of as yours suffers from the reverse problem of mine. And Charlie's is kind of all over the board because all three of his were directed by different people. The three of yours, they switched at three, yeah. which is the They should have done that because it was James Cameron, James Cameron, and somebody else. Yeah. They should have done that in mine, where it was like M. Night, M. Night, anybody else, anybody. So they suffer from the different, from the exact opposite problems. Jonathan Mostow? If I'm looking at... I don't even know. Um, yeah, gosh, this was this was so disappointing. I remember that. even the the new Terminator you know, coming off the T one thousand. There was there's not there's nothing cooler than the T one thousand. Everything was disappointing. so sad. There is yeah. eyes of the machine. Apparently, just taking over for James Cameron is bad luck because you know he right? did he did a great it's after Alien Aliens two with James Cameron. Did you know that Ridley Scott he wanted Ridley Scott to do three and then James Cameron was going to do four and they ruined it. They ruined it anyway. All right. Yeah, still 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 bitter. All right, so my number two, uh, directed by the aforementioned Mr. Ratner. I bro, did you and I see this movie in the theaters together? Are you talking about? 
I am. Superman I am Returns? Brody. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I am. Not I am uh, talking. I'm, I'm talking about uh, X Men: The Last Stand. Oh. And this movie was a frustrating mess. I just Brian Singer. That's a complete frustrating mess. Way too many characters. Just a a complete glut of characters just kind of crammed in for no reason. Bad, bad storytelling. And just, just random things. I, I, I remember watching the theaters, bro, I, forgive me, I don't know if you were, it was you and me or I, but I don't think it was because I th- I moved up to Nevada, like right. Ah. Well, at least I, I had friends this time. It wasn't like my weird cousin and, and, and my sister. So at least I had to look, but like they kill off Cyclops and I'm, and I'm looking at my friends and I'm like, He's not dead, right? They didn't show it. His glasses are floating. Like he's 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 fine, off right? Like screen. They, off screen. You can't just off screen kill like the main guy from like like one of the top main guys from X Men. They can't just kill off Cyclops off screen, right? I mean, but they did, and just it was just like choice after choice was just it was just maddening. It was a and it, look look at the time you got and you got to understand it that at at that time the, you didn't know that there was going to be more like this. Like X one and X two were great, and like this was like okay, what did they just kill comic book movies? Is that done? Is this they're not going to make any more X Men after this? And I blame and I blame this movie for how bad Wolverine Origins was. It's it's this movie's fault for some reason. If this had been good, they could have made more X Men movies. Instead, we get the the worst cameo of Gambit in the history of the universe and a terrible Deadpool that almost killed Deadpool. It's all and all it's all fruit from the poisonous tree. Of Brett Ratner's X three, uh, little little limerick there for you. Uh, but this movie was just a mess, man. And it was so I was just so disappointed. I was so disappointed. I I just knew it was going to be great. They're ramping up to to the greatness, and it was just going to be the most epic, awesome X Men movie. And it just can they tell a good can they tell a good Phoenix story? Is that possible, bro? Is that possible? I think, man, I wish that they could because it's one of my favorite stories. But they've have blown it hardcore twice now. Nobody wants to see it anymore. They've they've shot it, man. They've shot that storyline to death. It's a disappointment, man. It's all it's all it's all Ratner's fault. This was so singing. close to being on my list. So close because this one was one that I was watching trailers. Like I was excited every time a new trailer came out. Watching it, this was like before YouTube, and so you find this stuff. And- Looked awesome in the trailers. Yeah. They, they, uh, they Sentinels. He's Sentinels even. Yeah. A, a little side note that I thought was really interesting is I was, I was just kind of reading things to make myself even angrier about this movie, but that Josh Holloway was offered a role as Gambit, but he turned it down because, according to him, it was too similar to the role he was playing on Lost. Huh. I watched. I watched a lot of Lost. I don't remember ever thinking, you know, who he reminds me of. Gambit, all that, all those superpowers he's doing, uh, you know, throwing, throwing, you know, charging things with that kinetic, in, you know, energy and throwing it at things that are exploding in, in the show. Lost. I'm glad he didn't do it because Gambit's fantastic, and they keep trying to ruin him. <laughs> someday, someday there'll be a rise of Gambit. It'll be a great film, but in the meantime, thank God at least that wasn't in the film. Ugh. Yeah, I was just gonna say that that's, you know, that's probably a a good thing that he turned it down because yeah. That's what that's what Gambit would have looked like if he thought it was too close. <laughs> yeah. Well, bet, maybe better than than the Taylor Kitsch version or whatever. But yeah, that was a. All right. Anyway. All right. 
This is a good this one, choice. This one, this one broke. This one broke me a little bit inside. Go, go on, D, D. What about you? My number two, it kind of broke me in a in a different kind of a way, because I remember back in the day, nineteen ninety nine, Charlie, you and I actually went and we saw the Matrix, um, and that was a classic. And this is the Matrix Reloaded, because mm -hmm. let me tell you, it was kind of like they took all of their esoteric business that they had done. All the cool things, and then <laughs> the word vomited. This is they such start, a good pick. Instead yeah. of fight choreography, that was so good, so well done, so just genius. They had like rubber people with slinky arms and legs. <laughs> I understand what they were trying to do, but then suddenly they were, they it was like they were just doing way too much. Like, guys, bring it back down. I mean, like. Everything that they had done, everything that they had kind of upgraded or reloaded, for lack of a better word, just Ew. everything worse. The new characters made things worse. All of it did. Making Neo even more powerful, but somehow not, not as powerful as you'd think he would be with how much power he has. All of that stuff. Like, everything about it was just disappointing. There may have been good scenes. There may have been some good fights. But I was just kind of like, what did I just watch? <laughs> what did I watch? Like when, I, when I saw that first one, I was like, whoa, mind blowing, cool. If you, I mean, and, and then they were just like, don't worry about it. We're going we're gonna to make it even bigger and better. And they made and it was so much less good. It was just, I don't, I don't know if it was a fluke. I don't know if that, like, that was their one movie is The Matrix. It seems that because what else? I haven't seen a whole lot that, can equal that and i don't know if it's hubris i don't know if it was just luck before but whatever it is i i mean there was a significant drop off in the quality of the matrix and the matrix reloaded and i was so disappointed by that i i was just like what what are we doing here what are we watching like it, it was so inspiring and now it's just ridiculous let's throw in and i love roy jones jr but let's throw him in for a scene you know just because like like he won the role in a prize instead of actually auditioning for it and all of it just i just i didn't care for it suddenly oh we've got vampires because they're in the matrix it's just like a glitch just like ghosts and all i don't know like they tried expanding and i didn't appreciate it i didn't like it they tried to make it seem i thought it was like the world i was like hey everybody was like we're in the matrix and now it's like no no, no this is just this is just <laughs> random uh, you know metropolis usa this is the world now so they may, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what they were thinking, but I was very, very disappointed. Just sad. It made me sad, bro. No, this is such a good pick. This, this probably. This is on, this is on my short list. Yeah. It's well, a good, I do and this one was so. Too long. I was there with you guys. Not the first one together. In that. Charlie, is that right? It sounds right. Uh, we look, were, uh, I'll be honest, at this point, you guys could tell me that you have been there for any moment of my life, and I would just believe it. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I was five years old. You're like, yeah, I was there. I'd be like, all right, yeah, probably. I don't remember. <laughs> you came to Long Beach to see this? Because we saw this at... Yes. Yeah. That's cool, bro. So, so then you understand just like we did, because we were yes. blown away. All of us were blown yeah, away. We all walked out, and we're, we're blown away by this movie. I remember I, have no, I had no idea what we were going to see. I was just like, okay. We watched, 
I remember Charlie and I watching a movie for something else and the Matrix like trailer came on and we were both like, huh, I hope it's better than Chain Reaction with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> we were literally thinking that we we're like, that looks cool. We should watch that, though. It's a little bit, a little bit better. Just a smidge. Hey, it's no, it's no Dark City. All right. Thankfully. We got to move on. Watch we got to move on. Dark City's still good. All right. My number two. Yeah, give us your number two. Click the slide. Let's find out. Let's go, Slim Jim. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, hey, we all love Indiana Jones. We love the first three. The third one is amazing. Yeah, we got a, a, a bit of time in between. But hey, how cool is it that we got another Indiana Jones? Oh, man, we got Harrison Ford coming back. We got a new story. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? George Lucas. And, and like, apparently Lucas and Spielberg took forever to write this script. And it took so long because they, they could never agree on a script. And this is the script that they agreed on. This is what they came out with. And this is the movie they got. And I remember I was so excited to see it because I loved Indiana Jones growing up. And I watched this and was just, I was, as I'm watching, I'm just, it's like falling apart before my eyes, right? It's like, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the scene with Shia LaBeouf swinging through the trees with the monkeys. And I, <laughs> and it was then I was like, yeah, crap, this That's is a best. bad movie. This is not a good movie. How did this happen? How does this happen? Spielberg direct this. I, I love Spielberg. Spielberg does great movies. How did this happen? Like, you know, you, I, I don't know if you remember this, Charlie, but this was the same year. This was 2008. This is when Iron Man came out, and this is when The Dark Knight came out. And somebody something about how this one was going to do a lot better than the rest. And I was like, ah. I was like, Man, who said that? I didn't say that. You did. You were like, it's Indiana Jones, dude. Come on. And I was like. And I was like, I don't know. It sounds like something you'd say, Charlie. I know. I just said that you guys could say anything and I would believe it. And then you immediately tried to tell a lie just so I could, I would admit to this. But no, even, even with this memory fading at a rapid pace, I know I never said that. So you didn't think Indiana Jones was going to do better than Iron Man, which was untouched. Just tested, untested at the time. Nobody knew what would it would happen, or the Dark Knight, which you you have a long history of hating even before it came out. I'm gonna pull up my blog posts from 2008 <laughs> right here. Uh, uh, we, yep, we nope. I said I said Dark Knight would be great. We're we're we're, we're going a little long, but yeah, this right, one. Let's go to I one. Just, I just I this one this one hurt me hurt me to watch. Good, and I don't I haven't watched this since the. I just, yeah. this is the one that I have like just rejected from, from the series. Like, I, I just can't. Just, here you go. There is my number two. Sadly. Yeah. All right. Number this one. one made, that one would have made my list if, uh, if I hadn't already heard how bad it was before I finally reluctantly saw it. Uh, my number one is a, it's a, it's a sequel to the last movie that I just saw. Uh, emotionally. It was an emotional sequel. 
because X X three was two thousand and six. This movie came out in two thousand seven, and I thought this is the one that will save comic book movies. This is the chosen film, and it was so when Spider Man three came out, oh. I thought okay. All right, I saw the trailers. I'm excited. I'm I'm curious. I'm I, it seems like a lot of villains. I don't know, is it too much? Uh but I was there and boy, I was so happy and I was so excited and then the movie was uh such a letdown. I I don't the the, the little gif over there, little Toby shaking his 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 crotch out there. I I don't know what the emo stuff is. I it's 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 fun now to 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 go back and watch some of those scenes out of context. It's great. <laughs> Uh, but man, that movie was was a big letdown. Too many, too much crammed in there. It was a bloated. It was a bloated cast. Uh, I, I, and I, I know there was there's some documented uh, friction about that very thing. Um, and this it killed the, the Rami Spider Man stuff. And uh, I, and I really liked that series. And this just like put a put a bow on a coffin and just buried it deep in the ground. Um, so I'll I'll keep it brief. It was just it it just was really. It, and so following the anger of 2006, this this is the movie that taught me not to trust ever again. So this is the last uh, di- this is the last disappointing movie I ever saw in the theaters because A, I have stopped going to the theaters and B, I have stopped having any hope that any movie ever will be good. It's true. Learn, that- learn from me. Learn from me. Expect everything to be terrible and be pleasantly surprised when it's not <laughs> the worst. This is, this is a it's a good pick. All right. Tudong, number no- one. Now, my number one I didn't see in the theater, and I didn't exactly hear about how bad it was before it came out. Uh, it's classically despised nowadays, and that is The Godfather 3. Watching. I remember going back, and I remember watching for the, like, the first time, like you know, as like an adult, watching The Godfather, and then watching The Godfather 2. And just being like, I'll admit, I loved Godfather 1. Uh, you know, it, it, you go back and forth, but I was like the, uh, there's so much, like, he went big and he did it, Coppola went big and did it geniusly. I prefer 1 because I like the smaller story and I love Brando's acting in it. Um, but 2 was also a masterpiece. It was genius. It was excellent. People were working. They were flexing their creativity. And then when you see The Godfather 3, people are like, oh, if you compare it to the first two, and I was just, and I, I, it's a sequel to the first two. It's going to be compared to the first two. It's not good as a regular movie. Even as a regular movie, it's terrible. Andy Garcia is screaming throughout the entire thing. Talia Shire is spouting Marlon Brando Godfather lines. And for some reason, she's talking as if she's forgotten how to speak. Hey, Michael, now they will fear you. And now instead of Michael Corleone being cool and calculated, he's just basically Al Pacino. And his response was just like, maybe they should fear you. And I was like, what the hell? What? <laughs> I always loved, the one thing that I loved, he made the acting choice, the acting choice, to if he ever gets upset, really upset, he scares himself. He's, I love the scene in the kitchen where he, like, how... Andy Garcia comes in and he's kind of like a little kid. He's like, man, I'm going to kill me. And then he's like, yes, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted. Like, there's himself. And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> are, you kidding me? You're, are you kidding? And he does it throughout the whole thing. And I'm like, he's scaring himself. And he was, 
he hated Diane Lane, uh, not not Diane Lane, Diane. Um, uh, uh, no, it's Diane Lane, isn't it? Diane, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Diane Lane. What am I thinking? He in the second one, he hated her. He kicked her out. She wanted to come back. He slapped her when she told him she'd gotten that uh, abortion, and it was a boy. And then in this one, he's all like, oh, you hate me. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to get back." I'm like, what the heck? And when you see you, behind- you mean he, he he hated the character or he hated the actress? Al Pacino hated the real act. No, 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 no. They actress got- Diane Keaton, or are you talking about their characters? I'm sorry. The characters in the character Michael Corleone hated his wife. He divorced her. He kicks her out right. in part. Sound, it sounded like that Al Pacino I, was was hitting no, Diane oh, Keaton. No, no, no. For- <laughs> That's oh. what I thought too. I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember. He- I don't remember hearing about all that about all that drama. That was uh, no. all right. The I love Diane Keaton, so I was I was ready to to rage on, like- on Mr. Pacino. <laughs> What happened? No, no, no. The characters, the the actors uh, I've heard work very well. They appreciate each other. The acting oh, was wow. bad. The story was bad. Coppola and uh, uh, I can't believe Mario Puzo were talking, and they're like, "Hey, just think about all the money we're getting paid." And I was like, "How would you put that in a making a video? Why? Why would you put that? Especially when it shows that that's all you really cared about. You, you, there was nothing good." You know, you know why they said that, Dylan? Is because they'd had a Coppola drinks. <laughs> Some of the couple of wine, couple of glasses of wine. I didn't care for it. I didn't care for the movie. I was very vastly disappointed with the fact that clearly didn't care about anything that they were doing. And they just it's so funny that hearing you talk about it now. Since when this movie first came out, I distinctly remember you saying that it was going to be better than Godfather Two. Um, anyway, bro, what's your number one? Just out of remember when this came out because I distinctly recall. First off, not seeing it when it came out. And I know for a fact, I can say whatever I want, but I know for a fact, I didn't know you at the time. Although we went and saw it together. Check, check your blog. Check your blog. All right. What do you, what do you got for us, bro? <laughs> All right. This is a good choice, Dylan. I, I actually, a, a friend yeah. a friend and me wanted to do a Godfather marathon. And so we watched one and two back to back. And we started this one and we got a little bit in and we're like. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Ugh. All right. My number one is actually a crossover. Our first and only crossover of this list, and it's a crossover with Charlie. Hey. That is a movie I was I was so excited for Spider-Man 3. I Oh my goodness. I saw the first Spider-Man like seven times. I've talked about how I saw the (laughs) second one five times in one day in the theater. And so when this was coming out and, and we had no like shuffling of people, we still had Sam Raimi. We still had Tobey Maguire. And now we're adding the black suit and we're adding Venom. We're adding Sandman. And those are all cool, right? Yeah. The trailers were cool. Cool, and it set all this stuff up. And then, and I even, I even saw there was a a movie theater here in Reno that was opening up, and this this movie was going to be the first movie that they showed. And so I went opening day. Back then, you had to stand in line, (laughs) reserve seats like you can now. God bless them. I stood in line. I'm on the news at one point. They they have the line because it was such a big deal that this and I was so excited. And I was this is gonna be and I watched it. 
oh my goodness, this movie is so bad. And it was so disappointing because I loved the first two even. It's not like there was one and then we got another one. Like the first two are amazing movies. They held such a special place in my heart and I love to watch them. And, and, and then this movie came out and it was, Charlie said it, great. It was, this movie was just a mess. I even just watched it recently because I wanted to show my kids all the Spider-Man movies. Watch Far From Home. And so I was like, I got to rewatch it. I got to show the kids. And, and it's still, it's still not great. It's not good. And I know that there was all this, you know, WB or Sony wanting to have Venom in. So they forced it and all that stuff. But man, man, this movie is such a sad story of what mm-hmm. this could have been versus what actually came out of this. So this is, this is the one, this is the one that, what movie made me so sad to walk out of? There is my Spider-Man. I got. But if you are interested, you can type in emo Spider-Man or emo Peter Parker, and you get a lot of wonderful gifs that work on a lot of different occasions. So you can you can use those in your text message threads. Always, always appropriate. At work, at home, at play. Fantastic. The hair flip. Oh, Toby. Love it. All right. Well, we went a little bit long on this. We felt passionate about these ones. Uh, These are things that that are pretty personal to us. But you guys have anything else to add? It's disappointing. if you, if you guys could let us know uh, if if you guys would like us to do a, a, a sequel to this where we only uh, do bad, like even worse movies, there's like a worse sequel to the bad sequel episode, uh, you let us know about that. But really, just let us know some of your disappointing movie experiences. What are some movies that kind of punched you in the gut while you were watching them because you knew they could have been great, but they weren't great? Let us know in the comments. We love hearing from you. And make sure you click that like and subscribe button below that beautiful bearded Brody. Uh, you can check out more videos below this guy. And we'll see you next time. Later.